Hello, I'm Helen, and welcome back to another episode of the Mom Boss Pod, where we are open about it all, including raw motherhood, realistic business growth strategies, and mastering marketing as an entrepreneur. I started my business as a virtual assistant a few years ago, and it has dramatically scaled since then. But I do love going back and talking about my life as a virtual assistant, what that looks like. I am now also a virtual assistant mentor, and I help guide other women through the ins and outs of learning how to start their own VA business. And I do that through my virtual assistant boot camp. But before you dive into the beast of that course, I would highly recommend diving into my free mini course. I kind of just dive into like all of the I realized I just said dive a bunch of times. I'm sorry, you guys. (laughs) But this is um, real life. I'm not going to go back and edit this recording. I just raw motherhood, right? Um, Raw businesshood, too. Is that a word? Um, (laughs) Okay. Anyways, I want to encourage you to watch my mini course just because it is a 30-minute free video where I tell you everything about starting a VA business, what it can look like for you, as well as just like I honestly in – In my free mini course, I actually open up about my income as a virtual assistant. So I really like go into where my income comes from, the structure of like retainer project versus um, passive income in my business. And I like just am open about it all on there. So if you're interested in that, if you want to know how much money you can make as a virtual assistant and like see it all laid out, head over to the link in the description for my free mini course. And I actually have like a slideshow and talk through bits and pieces of my business and kind of give you an idea of like what being a VA actually looks like. So if that's something, if you're listening to this episode because you're like, hey, I want to know more about making money as a VA, listen to this quick episode and then dive into that free mini course and you will learn a lot. So let's kick off this episode though talking about kids and money. Not the fact that kids cost a lot of money. That's true, but we don't need to talk about that. I want to talk about the fact that my four-year-old now has an app that like pays her allowance. So let me explain. We, a few weeks ago, honestly, this is pretty new. Emery just turned four in December. She's been starting to do like chores and stuff around the house. And so one of the things that my husband and I have decided is that she can start getting paid to do chores around the house. So she likes to help me unload the dishwasher, which is like a little bit sketchy because sometimes she like messes around with the glasses and I'm just like, don't drop that and break that. That's massive cleanup zone. But (laughs) outside of that, she does a really great job. Some of the other things she helps with is like our dogs constantly make the back patio glass door a disaster because they're constantly like sniffing, you know, and Um, pushing into it when they want to come in or go outside. And so she will use like Windex spray and, um, well, a cleaner version of Windex because we all know Windex is not very good for you, right? (laughs) But she will use spray and a towel and clean that. Um, She helps put away her laundry now, and she now knows how to put hangers on her T-shirts and sweatshirts, which I'm really excited about. Um, And so she gets paid to do like those little things around the house. The thing that I love about, we use the Busy Kid app. I don't know if I already said that, but what I love about it is that it also has a section where you can, you, you can pay them. So like 
every Friday we transfer money from our checking account into hers on this app. And then you actually can encourage them to save money. So a certain percentage of that, it's by your choosing, automatically goes into a savings account. And then there's a share section where automatically you can put a percentage of their allowance into the share section, which then there is a bunch of charities on the app that you can donate money to. So really cool, just like teaching points for your kiddos and also just learning how to save money. I feel like that is something I wish I would have been better at um, in my teens and early 20s. And I am now very determined to kind of help my kids understand the importance of managing their finances at a young age. But what I don't want to do, and this is like all about money mindset, and I, I don't want to dive into like a ton of money mindset in this episode, but something that I have really like wanted to hold myself true to is not making it seem like money is super hard to make for my kids. Yes, I want them to understand that you have to, it's an exchange, you have to work in order to receive you know, a financial abundance, whatever, however you want to put it. But I don't want money to be stressful for my kids. And so I want it to be fun right off the bat. And sometimes when Emery, we're at the store and she sees something that she wants and she goes, do I have enough money for that? And I just can look at the app and be like, no, you only have $8 and that costs $12, right? And her being like, oh, dang it. I, I don't have $12. Like, that's a lot. And I'll just be like, no, it's actually not a lot. All you have to do is help me unload the dishwasher two times and wash the back window or feed the dogs a few days, like whatever that looks like. And I'll kind of help her add up the tasks and be like, it's actually really easy. And I want to have that mentality with her because I feel like sometimes we get this like thought in our head that making money has to be really hard. And it doesn't. It doesn't have to be super hard. It doesn't have to be super stressful. And the more that you think of it that way, the more it's going to be true. So what I want to start this episode off, now we're like six minutes or something in, and I'm finally getting to the point, is that I don't want it to seem like making money or starting your virtual assistant business or anything like that has to be difficult. Because guess what? Just like Emery has a bunch of tasks that are at her fingertips on a regular basis when she wants to make a certain amount of money, she just needs to get those tasks done, there are so many, let me say that again, there are so many clients out there who need virtual assistance and making money as a VA does not need to be difficult. And I don't want you to think that it has to be difficult because what we think becomes true. And if we're constantly thinking that making money has to be hard, it is going to be hard. But if you start to flip that mindset a little bit and say, you know what, there are so many clients out there that could use my services of helping in, you know, the DMs or helping in their email inbox or copywriting all of their blog posts. There's clients out there that need those things done. And if you make it easy in your brain to say like, it's possible, it's not hard, it won't be hard and you can make a lot of money. So I want to start this episode off by saying that because so much of being a business owner is mindset. And it's the way that you think about everything. And if you think it has to be hard, and if you think making money is going to be difficult, it will be. But if you are kicking off your VA business or any type of like entrepreneurship, 
start to think in the set, like in the mindset of this is fun, I am capable, and there's plenty of people out there who need my services. Because I will tell you, starting a virtual assistant business, honestly, it's probably like one of the easiest online businesses to start these days because so many people need those services. So let's talk about how much money you can make as a virtual assistant. I, if you guys know my business, you know that I also have passive income sales that come through through my courses. Um, I also am an affiliate for different platforms and other brands that I really love. Um, and so I get affiliate income every month as well, which is pretty dang passive and amazing. Obviously, nothing's like 100% passive because you need to promote things or talk about things. But for the most part, like I have a pretty great passive income that comes through every month. But we're not talking about passive income today because that's something that like is a whole nother beast of a part of your business that I don't want you to feel like you have to be making in order to make like a full-time income, if that makes sense. My passive income is like the extra. It's like the icing on the cake, but I never rely on my passive income to pay myself or to pay my team. So I just want to put that out there because I think sometimes people think like, well, yeah, no wonder you can make six figures as a VA because you have affiliate income and you have passive income. But I don't like to count that into like my monthly income when I talk about how much money you can make as a virtual assistant. So I hope that makes sense. So what we're going to dive into is kind of just some numbers, I guess. I don't know. I feel like numbers change on such a regular basis. Like if you are going into entrepreneurship and you think it's going to be like super consistent, get that thought out of your head. But I will say it can be very consistent. So let's first talk about retainers. So if you are a VA or if you're thinking about being a VA or you have any type of service-based service that you want to offer, um, I want you to think of your primary income, probably about like 70% of your monthly income should be coming from retainers. And if you're a designer, you know, a website designer or some sort of strategist where a lot of your income is projects, then this probably won't totally relate to you. But I'm talking as like pretty typical virtual assistant helping in the back end of businesses, whether it's through copywriting, admin work, setups, automations, funnels, like whatever that looks like as a VA, um, you can have retainer income that's pretty high ticket. By that, I mean you can have anywhere from like two to five, let's say five clients paying you on a monthly basis to add up to pretty much a full-time income. Um, so I like to be pretty raw and open, but I also like to keep somewhat of my life private because I feel like sometimes I share too much and my husband is like, why are you throwing all of our finances to the world? So I am going to be a little more like strategic about the way that I talk about my monthly income just because I feel like I do need to keep a little sense of privacy. But my retainers um, are pretty consistent and I have around 7k in monthly retainers currently but I will say this changes from like uh, sometimes it changes throughout the year depending on like if one client is taking a break for a few months or I pick up another client um, and I'm making more whatever that looks like but I consistently have anywhere from like 6 to 8k per month on retainer income 
And you might be like, wow, like how the heck do I get there? And you get there by starting, right? First of all, starting. If you haven't started your business, you have to start. Second off, it's connection. So when in the last episode, I kind of talked about finding clients as a VA. And I initially, I will be completely open with you about this. Initially, when I started, I was making like $500 a month. And I thought, wow, like as a stay-at-home mom, $500 extra a month, great, right? So yes, and it was, and it was good. But the clients that I had, they weren't going to be like going anywhere. The very first few clients I had, there was not going to be much of like a scalable income. And so I worked with them for as long as it served me because I learned a lot with the clients that I had. And I also was able to like really make further connections in the industry just by working for the first few clients that came my way. Then as I started to recognize like one client really needed a lot of uh, instant messaging like responses on her Etsy shop and I just like could not with my schedule with a newborn baby like I just could not be on at like 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. and 10 a.m. like what her expectations for that job were like way out the window and so I actually dropped her after like the first few months and she was one of my first clients um, but she also was only paying me like I think three or four hundred dollars a month right so with that said like you will come across clients that don't serve you anymore. You might work for them for a couple of months and realize that like either the lifestyle isn't suitable, the amount of money that they're willing to pay you isn't good enough, whatever that looks like, I want to encourage you to follow the open doors. And by that, I mean like what feels easy and what feels right. What client are you enjoying working for? Start following those and it's okay to drop off clients as they're not serving you anymore. In the beginning, take on everyone. Learn everything. Take on a client for a $500 retainer. Take on a client for like a $1,000 retainer and learn tasks, right? Learn how to work in Kajabi. Learn how to work in ConvertKit, um, in Asana, in, uh, I don't know, whatever other platforms. Like learn the skill sets. So then you have a bunch of things in your tool belt. And when the right client comes along, that's going to be your next big step. You'll get there. So are you going to start your business today and pick up a $4,000 retainer tomorrow? Probably not. I'm not saying it couldn't happen because I have seen it happen. (laughs) But maybe it didn't happen that way for me. For me, I had three or four clients paying me a variety of like 500 to $2,000 a month in retainer fees. And it added up to a couple thousand dollars a month. Like this was after my business was established, like six to eight months in. And I was able to actually like start seeing like, wow, there's clients willing to pay more than a $500 retainer. There's clients willing to pay more than a $1,000 retainer, right? And as my skill sets grew, I started to be able to do more launch strategy. So like online courses email marketing, copywriting for sales pages, and then now project management. And that's where the higher ticket retainers come in. So it's a little bit like unfair for me to say, if I'm being completely honest, it's unfair for me to say like, oh, as a virtual assistant, you can have a $5,000 retainer because maybe that's not the case. Like you might not find clients paying four, five, or $6,000 retainers 
for a VA specifically, but they will pay that for a project manager. Where did I get my project manager skills? I got project manager skills from being a VA, right? From being like an admin VA, being an email marketing VA, being a copywriting VA. And then it transformed into being able to be a project manager where now I have multiple clients paying me higher ticket retainers to manage the back end of their businesses. So, and some, what's really cool too about like being a project manager and having that term is that you can also do it as like project work and not just retainer. So let's say someone has a big launch season coming up, they can hire you for like a three month contract at a high ticket rate, maybe let's, you know, five, $6,000 a month for three months to help them through a really big season of their business. And is that completely ideal for you? It depends. Like, do you like having the freedom of making, you know, 15 grand and then having a break for a little bit? Or do you like having that every single month? What do you want your business to look like? I picked up my bigger retainer clients back in, I don't know, 2021. Um, Now that's crazy. It's like, yeah, sometimes when I think about the timeline, I'm like, wow, that was over a year ago. Um, But I picked up some of my bigger retainer clients after I decided that I wanted them. And it wasn't like specifically, oh, I want to work with this client by name. It was, I was talking to my husband one day. I actually remember what restaurant we were at in town. We were on like a lunch date, sipping margaritas. And I remember telling him, I have been doing so many projects. For a while, my business was making a lot of money on projects, sales pages, online course, launch strategy, and it was great. I had quite a few clients coming through, but I was doing the numbers and I was like, if I just had two clients paying me this type of retainer, like X amount of retainer work, I wouldn't have to be worried about finding more clients every few months after these projects ran out, right? I would be able to have like really consistent retainers paying me higher ticket price points. And I remember telling him, that's what I want. I was like, I want more consistency. I'd rather work in like two businesses, really full-time, quote unquote, and put all my energy in those businesses rather than having a bunch of projects all the time. And once I told him that, like I kind of started thinking about what that lifestyle would look like, how when Booker was old enough, we'd start putting him in preschool so then I can have more consistent hours to work because I knew it would require more availability for like calls if I was in someone's business more full time. So once I got to that mindset of like, this is what I want it to look like instead of a bunch of projects, it honestly, all of those things came through and it was amazing. So why I'm saying that is because you need to get clear on what you want. (laughs) For a while, I was wanting a bunch of, I would charge anywhere from like 2,500 to about 5,000 per project for course launch strategy. And I'm like throwing out numbers because I feel like not a lot of people talk about numbers. um, And people are sometimes like so secret about what they charge for services. And I don't like doing that. So I'm being very clear. Like people would pay me anywhere from 2,500 to 5,000 for a course launch strategy package, which included like sales page, design, copywriting, and email marketing for their launches. And it would be about like a six to 12 week project, depending on when their launch was and how much support they wanted leading up to it. So when I 
Yeah. Okay. So that was when I was taking on a bunch of projects and it was great. And I was making great money just like I am now, but in a different way, if that makes sense. So then it was fun. I got a lot of experience. I had one client would, you know, be wrapping up and they'd be like, I have a friend who's going to be launching their program. And then another client would be like, oh, I have a friend launching theirs. And I had a couple of different like entrepreneur friend groups who were coming through me for their launches. And it was amazing. And it worked really well in my business for that time. But then I had my second baby and I just, the project lifestyle wasn't for me (laughs) anymore. And that's when I decided I really want to have consistent, more, more consistent retainers. That's when I decided that. And so once I decided I want to have consistent retainers, I started putting that out there to say, Okay, but I don't want like five or six $1,000 retainers. I want like one or two bigger ticket retainers. And once I put that out there and I started having that mentality, doors started opening up. And I want to share that with you because sometimes we don't ask for what we want. We start thinking like, this is how it's going. This is the way that it is. And I'm just going to go with it. But the thing is, is I made a conscious decision to stop taking on a bunch of projects and start looking for consistent retainer work. Um, and I want to say that to you because maybe it's time for you to start asking. Maybe it's time for you to start thinking like, yeah, actually, I do want to take on more consistent work. Or I want more project work. Or I want this type of work. Or I want to change my services to not be so admin-based anymore. And I want to do more creative work. Whatever that looks like for you, maybe it's time for you to start asking. And so I, I don't know, did I get off topic here of start, (laughs) how much money can you make as virtual assistant? Well, that's really up to you (laughs) is the end of, at the end of the day, it's completely up to you because do you have five hours a week to work and do you want to do admin work? If so, think about an hourly rate that's like around $30 to $40 an hour working, you know, 10 hours a week or five hours a week, whatever you want. And you can do the math and see how much money you can make if you're doing admin work. Maybe you put together a services package that includes writing two blog posts, four email campaigns, and five social media captions per month, right? And then you charge $800 for it. I think that would be like a fairly good rate. That might be a little low ball, but If you put together these packages and start to be like, okay, I would need about five clients to do a package at $800 a month to be making $3,500 a month. Start doing the math and start recognizing like how much money do I want to be making and how much time would it take for me to write two blog posts, four email campaigns, and four, five social media captions or whatever. I did not write that down, so I don't know if that's what I said. (laughs) But um, how much time would it take me to do that? And how much would I charge for it? And how much would that make? Is that a comfortable number for me? Or do I want more? Do I not need as much? And so I only need two clients at that rate, right? What does all of that look like for you? And do you want the consistent retainer clients? Or do you want to kind of just take on projects here and there as they come up and do more high ticket projects, but not have the consistency of the income necessarily. Um, But that's not to say that project work can't be consistent because I've definitely experienced very consistent project work. It just got to be a little bit too sporadic for me as 
a new mom of two when um, Booker was just born and I we don't have family in town and I feel like that's such a big game changer when you actually have people that can watch your kiddos without you having to pay for them <laughs> um, and so I I feel like it lifestyle plays such a huge role in these decisions and that's why I encourage the there's the retainer side right where you have tasks that you do on a monthly basis and that retainer can look different for everyone. I feel like sometimes when you say retainer, it means like, oh, it has to be an admin type of VA, but that's actually not true. Like you can have a retainer, like I said, like, to be copywriting and a business can hire you on as their copywriting retainer, their contractor who does all their copy and you can have package price points for that. So at the end of the day, like literally you can make however much money you want to depending on what type of services you're able to offer, and the time commitment. Um, I work now, so I have two childcare days where I get like pretty full uninterrupted days, and then I work a few hours on the other days. And so I've actually added up my hours, and even when I go to the coffee shop on a Saturday, I'm still working less than 30 hours per week, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. I've just gotten really good at task blocking, so if I have a bunch of copy I need to write for two clients or three clients, I literally just sit down and bust out a bunch of copy when I'm in the right mood to write copy. <laughs> um, and then if I have a bunch of emails to respond to, like I just get in that mindset block and clear out the email inbox or whatever that looks like. But I feel like as moms, we can be very productive when we're given the opportunity to, and we can get a lot of shit done in a short amount of time when we don't have distractions, right? So, and it's, it like goes back to the time when I, or goes back to like the conversation of like, what did I do when I didn't have kids and how the hell did I think I was actually busy <laughs> or tired, you know? And I feel like now I'm so much more productive with kids than I ever was without. But I, I like talking about that side of the business because I feel like sometimes as moms, we're like, oh, we're not we don't have enough time or we're not productive enough or how are we supposed to like get this and that done? And it's actually quite amazing how much you can get done when you just are given a few uninterrupted hours. So I want you, if you're either thinking about starting a business or you're in the thick of your business, I want you to like think about your services, your price points and start to think like, am I making the amount of money that I desire to be making? Do I have the types of clients that I want to have? And if the answer to either of those is no, then it's time to like change it. And it might not be an overnight change. I'm not telling you to like drop a bunch of clients all at once or change all of your services, but start thinking about it and start outlining and write it down. Like putting it down on paper and seeing it is really cool. I actually have like a new goal for myself of what I want my monthly income to be outside of passive an affiliate and it's really cool to like see it written down and as I get closer to it and I like write a note next to it it feels really good um and it feels and it makes it more real like seeing it written down and so yeah I just wanted to talk about that a little bit how much money can you make as a virtual assistant really it's however much you want it to be and however you want it to look like um, you just have to be strategic. So hopefully that was helpful. I, I know I threw out some numbers, was a little bit vulnerable, and showcased some of the things that 
most people probably wouldn't talk about <laughs> with their personal income. But I feel like I am, I guess, like a little bit discreet enough to say ranges and also that that's just like part of my income, you know. Um, but yeah, I hope, I hope you guys appreciate that. So that's all I really have for you today. And I encourage you, again, if you haven't started your business and you're, you're wanting to, then it's time to do it. Like it's time to just start. My free mini course is a really great place to start. Um, click the link in the description. You can watch it. It's just 30 minutes and learn if like this type of business is for you. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Thank you so much for listening. And I have some really exciting guests coming up. So get ready for some guest episodes in the near future and have an amazing rest of your day.